0: Welcome back. The Army is demoing helicopters, the state legislature is still in high gear, and we're close to finding out whether we'll lose representation in Congress. My name's Ike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. The U.S. Army is looking to upgrade its helicopter fleet, and that effort will be led out of Redstone Arsenal, reports AL.com's Lee Roop. The Army's future vertical lift cross-functional team is assigned to the project, which is listed as the Army's third highest priority for the future. One of the finalists for what they're calling the future attack reconnaissance aircraft is a Sikorsky-built S-97 Raider. prototype of that helicopter was at Redstone Thursday for a demonstration. Test pilots made some 200-mile-an-hour runs over the airfield and hovered with the nose up and nose down at steep angles, all the awesome stuff that makes my stomach and I so proud to be at altitude zero. Lee Root's report described the S-97, and I'm going to read this part because I can't say it better than he wrote it. Quote, The first thing the eye notices about the S-97 is its twin coaxial overhead rotors. Twirling in opposite directions, they prevent the spinning that made earlier helicopters need a stabilizing vertical rotor on the tail. Now, the rear of the Raider is occupied by a rear-facing pusher propeller. That means extra speed, the test pilot's favorite innovation, and the ability to slow the craft by reversing the propeller to keep it focused on target longer. End quote. Let's do a quick roundup of legislative things that have gone down at the Alabama Capitol the latter part of this week. These are as reported by AL.com Capitol reporter Mike Kasin, who earns every bit of his paycheck and most of mine, too, this time of year. The medical marijuana bill we mentioned on Thursday cleared another hurdle in the Alabama House Health Committee. It has already made it through the Senate and now goes to the full House for what could be final legislative approval. Also, the Senate passed a bill that would prohibit Alabama public schools from allowing students to compete in sports that conflict with the gender on their birth certificates. Essentially, it says that if you were born a biological male, you can't play girls' sports. The Senate passed the bill 25 to 5, with a few Democrats voting no. The House had already passed it and agreed to some changes made in the Senate. It now goes to Governor Kay Ivey. The Senate also passed a bill that would make it a crime for a state or a local official to enforce new federal gun control regulations. Senator Roger Smitherman, a Birmingham Democrat, claims the bill violates the supremacy clause that says that federal law supersedes state law. And I'll mention one more. Anaya's law has made it all the way through the legislature and now goes to the ballot for you and me to vote on. This is the bill named after Anaya Blanchard, the college student who was killed in Auburn. The suspect who's been charged in her death had been out on bail after being charged with attempted murder, kidnapping, and robbery. The reason we have to vote on it is because it'll have to be made a law through a constitutional amendment. You see, Section 16 of the Alabama Constitution affirms the right to bail except for those charged with capital offenses. The amendment would add exceptions for those charged with other serious crimes as well. District attorneys could request hearings to argue that an offender is too dangerous to be released on bail or is a flight risk. Now keep up with the latest from Alabama's always exciting legislative session at al.com politics. Sometime over the next couple weeks, we should be finding out whether Alabama will lose a congressional seat, an electoral college vote, and an unknown amount of future federal funding, assuming that current federal dollars monsoon season ends. AL.com's Ramsey Archibald reports that the 2020 census is supposed to be released no later than April 30th. The state's population, taken by the once-a-decade census, determines how many seats in the House of Representatives it gets, as well as how many electoral college votes it carries for presidential elections. That population also determines the portion of federal money going to hospitals, schools, roads, etc. Heading into the count, population trajectories did not look very good for Alabama, maintaining its ranking among states and holding on to all seven House seats and you had the governor and others out trying to make sure that people filled out their census forms. But census estimates now have us hanging on by about 6,000 people. Now, if that holds up, then well done, everybody, for your role in adding one to our population. If it doesn't hold up, I can promise you we'll have that story at a later date. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope everybody has a great weekend. Now, this is my occasional ask that if you haven't yet left us a rating on your app, we'd be most appreciative if you did. Even more than that, I hope you all come back. We'll do it again on Monday. Till then, come on by and see us on the internet at AL.com.